All right, there we go. Okay. Welcome to the Align Yourself to Success podcast. I'm Christy Kendall, and our passion and purpose is to empower entrepreneurs to extraordinary profit through highest level transformation. And today we have joining us Karina Levon, and Karina is a transformational genius and <laughs> she's going to share with us today the seven steps to describe the complete process of manifestation so welcome it's great to have you here uh, you want to start with just sharing us a little bit about your journey and how you got started sure yes I would love to hi thank you for having me on first of all I'm really grateful to be here um so I like to first I always like to first say that I kind of was, that I was very much raised with spirituality. So it wasn't like there was a moment I can pinpoint in my adulthood where it's like, oh, I discovered manifestation and I discovered spirituality. It was something that um, I was taught by my mother from a very young age, from the earliest I can remember is like five years old, doing kid themed visualizations and my mom gave me my first rose quartz and taught me about how to use it for self-love and uh, all, all kinds of other stuff. And then as I got older, I, I, you know, we want to be independent when we're a teenager, we want to do our own thing, create our own ideas about the world and reality. And so I kind of went the opposite way and became very 3D analytical, very much like, if you can't see it, taste it, touch it, feel it, it does. I can't guarantee that it exists. And so I came back into spirituality as an adult. And one key moment for me, well, reigniting my spiritual journey was a little bit separate from that. But one key moment when it comes to manifestation was when the movie The Secret got released. I think that was in 2005 or 2006. And that, if for people who don't know, it's the, it's the really popular, famous movie that um, made the idea of the law of attraction and manifestation kind of mainstream again um, and brought it to like more, yeah, more of the world. And so as soon as I saw that movie, tears were streaming down my face. There was a part of me that just knew that there was so much truth to this. And it was like a door to the self-imposed prison cell opened up because all my life I had thought, what am I doomed to suffer? Am I, why do all these bad things keep happening to me? Why have I been dealt this awful hand in life? And I thought that I was just doomed to live a miserable life. Maybe I was being punished by some God. Maybe I was experiencing karma from past lives. Like who knows what was going on, but I, but that was one of my deepest fears was that I was being punished. So discovering the secret, the law of attraction manifestation was like, oh no, actually I have more control over this than I ever thought I did. <laughs> so um, from there, it became one of my biggest passions. So when I wasn't in school, when I wasn't at work, when I wasn't doing other things, I would read all the books I could get my hands on, on manifestation, um, watch all the YouTube videos. Like, uh, was YouTube even a thing then? Maybe a little bit later down the line, I'd watch YouTube videos. Basically just got my hands on all the material I could possibly get. Um, at the time the secret website had, uh, you know, books that you could download and stuff. So I read everything, tried um, everything. And while I became really good at manifesting things, um, my life was still this roller coaster of like brief moments of happiness. Cause I maybe achieved something, manifested something, healed something briefly, and then diving back into the depths of, um, 
unhappiness, depression, misery, uh, the relationships that I used in manifestation to heal would go back into like unhealthy relationships. I kept attracting unhealthy circumstances and relationships into my life. And so that went on for a very long time. And I kept just absorbing more and more material thinking like there has to be something that I'm missing. Um, you know, trying to do law of attraction, the old fashioned way of like, just think positive, try not to like, don't allow yourself to feel that sadness. Don't allow yourself to feel any of those things. And so I was very much like repressing and pushing away all those negative emotions and trying to think positive all the time, which never really worked long-term. And so, uh, finally I made a commitment to myself and it was like, I, I, I need to do something different it's whatever I'm doing. It's not working. Sure. I'm manifesting all these things, but like the money I manifest disappeared just as quickly as it came. The relationships I'd manifest ended up being toxic. Um, the vacations I'd manifest ended up being like stressful, miserable vacations, like, <laughs> you know, and these things were actually bringing me lasting happiness. So from there I discovered, you know, through doing a lot of self-work, through, um, getting into a community of other people who know this stuff and teach this stuff. I discovered kind of what were my missing pieces to manifestation and created uh, the seven step process to manifestation. And actually from there, I was able to not only manifest from a place that was more consistent and bringing me the things that I actually desired, but also tapping into the joy, the peace, the abundance now so that way my reality could open up to a reality that reflected that instead of chasing those things to fill in that hole yeah I, I really appreciate how you're bringing this to a deeper level and with the mindset work that I do it is all about the unconscious mind those deep beliefs and then mm -hmm. your reticular activation system that filter that happens so if you have that yeah. fixed mindset that you talk about you can manifest, you know, our thoughts are powerful. So manifesting something quickly, but not getting that solid foundation of a life you really, really love. Yes. How do you think, how do you feel that spirituality supported you as a young child? And what do you feel was the, the missing piece in there that had you go that opposite direction? Well, I think that um, there wasn't that barrier when I, when I felt that deeper need to find, to get back on a spiritual journey and find, you know, what was missing, I, I guess you could say, um, having that base of spirituality as a child, like I didn't have to, it wasn't an obstacle to open myself to believing in things like using crystals to heal. And I had already known how, like I knew how to visualize. I knew that visualization was powerful. Um, my mom had tried to teach me about manifestation at some point, but I just didn't listen to her. I think it's just because I'm, I'm a very cerebral person. So even now, even these days, like I have to kind of like force myself to come out of the mind and come out of logic and come out of analytical thinking back into what I know to be true about the universe, which, you know, it's more energetic feeling based, um, way of moving through the universe. So I think it was just kind of like part of I don't know, part of the way that this character of Karina was made up, I think I was just kind of born always to be a more like logical, analytical person. And so when I went out on my own and, you know, was trying to discover my own framework 
of how the world worked. I think that was just the natural direction that I was being led by, by how this. I find, I have found that the healers who have that very logical, structural left Mm -hmm. brain, that Mm -hmm. kind of ability to, you know, just map things out and see the facts and understand coupled with this magical wooey side of life. When you have that, you're, you tend to be, I don't want to say a better healer because it's not a judgment, (laughs) but maybe a deeper healer, somebody who can Mm -hmm. catch those little unconscious wave currents under everything for their clients. Do you feel that that's been something that you can. Yeah. I think with everything business. Yeah. I think with everything, you know, everything comes with its challenges and everything comes with its benefits. And so I've definitely seen benefits, but there's been challenges for me too, you know, um, especially with some of the more recent developments in my spirituality. Uh, it's been, I think a little more difficult for me than I've noticed for others to release that attachment to the mind and the thoughts. So that's one of the downsides to it, but yeah. So one of the, one of my passions, I, my specialty is manifestation because it's what I've been doing the longest. It's what I understand the best. It, I have like so much knowledge from all I've absorbed through material, um, written, you know, videos, reading, um, through my own practice, but what I specialize in and what I'm really passionate about in addition to that is bridging the human using your mind as a tool using the human 3d as a tool and honoring the human experience while also understanding that that's not who we truly are so bridging the human and the divine is actually my goal and my and my um specialty now so in my in my mind that explains it because like I feel like with the human we we need to use our brain we, need, we get to use um, logic and an, and the analytical part of the mind we get to figure out our world through that way but we understand that that's not who we are and there's this energetic level and having both of that knowledge and bridging those two things actually makes us be able to live a life that is healed healthy um, and filled with joy and fun and and becomes this like full experience that we're meant to have. (laughs) Yeah. That's beautiful. Bridging the human Human. and the divine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really powerful. So today you're going to share with us the seven steps to describe the complete process of manifestation. And obviously we're not going to be able to go into all of those very deeply, Um, But at the end of this, you can share with us how, if this is resonating with somebody, how they can reach out to you and and work with you or learn some more good stuff from you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, step number one, okay, we'll just dive into the seven steps real quick. (laughs) Step number one is to decide, get clear on what you want, get clear on what you're trying to manifest, you know? most of the work we want to get clear about our goals and what we're trying to aim for instead of just being a leaf in the wind, (laughs) allowing whatever to happen to happen. But one thing that I've come to discover is you want to do this without like, without becoming too attached to it. 
So you want to think of it as like a game, as like play. Ooh, that would be fun. And that would be fun. And that would be nice. And ooh, I want to have a little bit of that. And I want to experience a little bit of that. And the human would like to have this experience. And we want to be really honest with what our desires are, our desires, not okay, well, I want to become a dentist because I know that that will mean that it's a prestigious job that people would respect. And my parents would like the fact that I would, I'm a, that I'm a dentist. No, that's not what we want. we want. What do you desire? Be raw, be honest, be real about like what your heart is asking you for. So that's step number one. Step number two is kind of like a step one B, but I added it in there because I wanted a place where I could put like, okay, Step two is declare, and this is where you get to create your vision board. This is where you get to, you know, if you like to use affirmations, create your affirmations. This is where you get to do your journaling, whatever tool you want to use. It doesn't actually matter as long as it's fun, as long as it feels good, as long as it helps you anchor in your belief that it's done. You've declared it to the universe. It is done. Like placing your order on Amazon. You, there's nothing else you need to do. Um, as far as like ordering the item <laughs> and it's done. So that's step number two. Step number three is the cleanup process. So this is where you change, you know, you said like your mindset, you, um, you get to release your stuck emotions. You get to change any limiting beliefs that you had in this area. You get to work on your programming and there's many ways to do this, but one thing I want to say is that once you've declared, once you've made a clear message to the universe, this is something that I desire, you will be shown where you get to let go of certain things. Um, what will happen, and I talk about this a lot because I think this is a sticking point for a lot of people, is that what will happen is that, okay, let's say I say, okay, I want to manifest $10,000. You manifest $10,000 and all of a sudden, you know, a big bill comes in, they didn't expect. And then like, uh, maybe a bank account gets drained and this happened and you're like, okay, I asked for money, not for to actually lose money, but actually your answer is yes, you get to have your $10,000, but you're being shown a spotlight on areas where there's work to do, where there's something to clean up. Yeah. So, so you're being shown, oh, you have this belief about money, or you have these emotions about money, or you have the, these programs about money, whatever that, that may be. And then you get to get curious about it. Don't make it mean that my manifestation isn't working or don't make it mean anything more about you. Treat it with curiosity. Hmm. I wonder what the universe is trying to show me through this experience, because it's actually helping you clear something else so you can get your manifestation. So that's step number three. <laughs> step number four is to get into alignment. Um, so you get to, there's, I'm not going to go so deep into this, but you know, you get to put yourself in the situation where you're feeling the feelings of having it now as much as you can. And I love visualization for this. I love also working with your current environment. So, you know, if you're trying to be, if you, if the version of you who has this thing is dressing in a certain way and is going to certain places, do that in your actual life as much as possible. Give your wardrobe a clean out if you need to, um, you know, rearrange your room if you're calling in a partner. So it's actually open for calling in a partner, you know, 
make your life as, uh, as aligned as possible to that, which you're calling in, use visualizations to feel into the feeling of having it now and close that gap as much as possible from what you're feeling, what you're seeing, what you're believing in your reality to, uh, the actual manifestation of it in your reality. Then aligned action is step number five. And this is where we take action. <laughs> so sometimes, sometimes we do get to sit back. Sometimes you put something out there in the universe and all of a sudden it's like, boom, it's there. And you don't know where it came from. You did nothing. You just, it just happened. It happens a lot, actually. It's really, it's really fun when it happens, but some things you're going to um, need to take action. And you will be shown where that is. You'll get maybe like an intuitive nudge to call somebody up or you'll get intuitive nudge to go to a certain place. You'll get intuitive nudge to apply for a position somewhere or, um, but you have to follow those intuitive nudges. And it's not, so I, I talk a lot about in my programs and with my clients about expanded energy and contract and contracted energy. So the contracted energy is like, Ugh, that doesn't feel really good. That feels like kind of, crunchy. And then the expanded energy is more just like, you know, the, the better feeling things that, that feels good. That feel, that feels like, yes, yes. I want to go do that. So if, if you're thinking, oh, I should probably do this as my aligned action. I put air quotes for people who are listening on audio there. Um, but you're feeling contracted. That's not an aligned action. That's your mind coming in and going, mm, how can I achieve this? And that's not going to lead you to your manifestation in a way that feels good or in the quickest way. So you want to trust those expanded emotions. You want to trust those uh, intuitive, intuitive nudges. They'll feel good. They might feel a little scary, but they'll feel good. They'll feel exciting. They'll feel like a yes and move with those. And then step number six is to trust and hold the faith. You've already put it out there. It's happening. It's, it's, it's just, it's there energetically. It's already there energetically to bring it into the physical manifestation. It's already happening. Keep, keep tending to your beliefs, feelings, and programs that are coming up. They're being shown to you. Keep tending to your alignment, keep following those intuitive nudges, and it's going to drop in. Don't obsess over the, the over the, um, the manifestation. And I've, I, I use the term death grip. Don't give it the death grip. When you're feeling like you're holding on to your manifestation, it's like, imagine if you're holding on to something really tightly, that's the death grip. That's going to like kill your manifestation. Let go, let it be, trust that whatever's going to come into your reality is going to be that which you asked for better. That's trust and hold the faith. And then step number seven is the feminine receiving energy. So you know, a lot of people, when they talk, when they have, you know, their three-step manifestation process, five-step manifestation process, like ask, believe, receive, or whatever. Receive tends to be the last step in a lot of them. And people think, oh yeah, and then it just drops in. But actually you get to ask yourself, am I really being in receiving energy? And I'm really opening myself up to receiving. Am I actually really um, good at receiving? Or do I feel, because sometimes you can, you can test this, you can look at this in your life somebody gives you a compliment. Are you like, Oh, Oh no, no. You know, Oh, or do we try to find something to compliment them with? Or are you able to just be like, Oh, thank you. Yeah. You have your beautiful hair. Oh, thank you. Yes. I, I you know, my, I really do love my hair. You don't have to say that, but thank you really receive it and not 
and not, and, or do you feel awkward about it and feel like, oh, I need to give them a compliment or I need to do something or, you know, cause that they say how you do one thing is how you do most things. Right. So in little instances like that, if you're uncomfortable receiving, you're probably uncomfortable receiving in general, which means that you're probably blocking the receiving <laughs> when your manifestation is able to drop in. And there's, okay. So out of these seven steps, mm-hmm. The two that I want to just ask a few questions about and go into a little deeper, um, only because I kind of see a correlation to, you know, transformational leaders and healers and profit. So aligned action. And I love that you talk about that contracted energy versus Mm -hmm. the flow energy, because two things came into my mind. One is a lot of times when you're living this entrepreneurial life for your, you know, in business for yourself and you want to profit there's a lot of action steps that often cause that, that retraction, right? That, and sales, (laughs) sales is one of them, right? We have Mm -hmm. all these beliefs and experiences around sales and selling, Mm -hmm. and -hmm. it can feel so restrictive and tight and also certain action steps that you can program in your business that feels spammy and gross and icky, right? This is the stuff that causes that contraction. And so we avoid it. Many, most, if not all, transformational leaders and healers are high integrity. They Mm -hmm. want to be aligned and living in that high vibration. And so anything that rocks that integrity boat, they will be like, nope, not for me. No, thank you. Bye. And a lot of those are action steps that are necessary. They support the law of large numbers. They support having the masculine structures in your business that support mm-hmm. you so you can be in the receiving and the flow and doing your business from your genius and your feminine energy. Um, so when that restriction shows up, when you're working with somebody and helping them to align to manifesting what they want, how would you address that restriction? Cause you said, yeah. you know, go to the direction of flow, but oftentimes all that's causing that restriction is maybe a a fixed mindset, a false belief, or a Mm -hmm. a misguided perspective or perspective of something. Yeah. So I have a saying that I use all the time and it is follow your expansion, alchemize your contraction and leave the rest be. So when there's an energetic charge of contraction, Meaning like, oh, I don't like that. I don't want that. I don't want to do that. There's something there. There's Mm -hmm. something there to uncover. This is where you explore. What's my limiting belief around this? What is the program around this? What are the stuck emotions around this? And you clean that out for yourself. You clean that out for yourself. You alchemize it. You you shift it. You change it. You clean it out. And then you go back to, is this something that is aligned? If it's not aligned, it's going to be There's going to be like no excitement, no expansion. It'll just be neutral. If it's neutral, don't do it. Don't do it. If it's expanded, do it. If it's contracted, work on what's causing the contraction and then check back in. There's, I personally believe that when it comes to like the doing aspect that, okay. So I agree, especially when it comes to business, you need the masculine and the feminine balance. I believe when it comes to the doing, it doesn't actually matter what you're doing. So sales is going to look different for different people. The one sales strategy is going to work for one person, a different sales strategy is going to work for a different person, different. So 
um, you get to find what works for you. But if you're having contracted energy around sales, you get to work on why you're having that clean that out and then test what out of, you know, what feels good. Does this way feel good? Does this way feel good? And you'll find something that feels good. And as long as you follow that expanded, that expanded energy, that expanded, um, yeah, expanded energy, then there's no choice, but for sex, for success to flow in. Right. And this is a good opportunity to really talk about why you would want to work with a coach or a healer in, in a manifestation process, because we can do the cleanup on our own self, but we're doing the cleanup from a limited perspective. We don't have that 360 degree view with our own self. Oftentimes we don't have the ability to say, oh, this is a new perspective I can give myself, right? Cause we're still working off the old perspective. So we yeah. might be able to spot a false belief or a, a limit, yeah. but can we also give ourselves the expanded version of that? We often cannot because we've never had that experience. So this is a really good opportunity to really showcase what working with somebody like you, a coach, a healer, uh, can really do for ourselves and help us because we can spot yeah. those feelings. Oh, this feels restricted or, oh, this is slow <laughs> or this feels so yeah. good or this feels so mm-hmm. natural. But when it's restricted, it's oftentimes very difficult to see, oh, it's restricted because I had this experience one time mm-hmm. Yeah, because we might just subscribe to our belief that it's icky or low vibrational or, you know, something, something yeah. like that most people have had some kind of sales experience where we call it the used salesman experience, (laughs) you know, where you go and it just feels icky. So working with somebody to help you expand your perspective of something can help you break through a lot of things. I highly agree. Yes. Because, you know, we're looking at our lives through a very um, personalized filter. And so somebody else who's not wearing that filter can see things that we are unable to see, or maybe unwilling to see at this moment. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And the feminine receiving is Mm. such a powerful topic because a business is a masculine thing. A business is systems and structures and processes. It's left brain. It's very masculine. Yeah. And so you have to get into that mindset so much when you're in your business. Yeah. And when it comes to receiving and you're stuck in that masculine energy, trying to do everything to get your business Mm -hmm. going, running, you're doing, doing, doing the receiving energy sometimes is left on the table. It's hard to switch. It's hard to go back into that flow. Now there's solutions for that, getting your business automated and systemized Mm -hmm. and all those structures and automation, (laughs) all that set up and, and done for you. But that, that takes time. So what would you say if you, if you were to give somebody a tip to Mm -hmm. manifest their goal in regards to that seven step of feminine receiving, when it's business focused, when you are in that masculine energy, what would you, what advice would you give? Hmm. Well, um, first of all, like you said, if you're somebody who's just just going back to what you said a little bit earlier, if you're somebody who just wants to be in the like feminine creation energetics, hire someone to do the masculine stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. First of all, second of all, as, um, as a business tip for that, I always come back to checking in with that inner compass with the energetic compass, you know, 
that's what I do. If, if I'm noticing that I'm getting like really constricted and I'm working and I'm grinding and I'm doing all this, I pause and I go, what's actually going on here? Because, um, that constricted feeling is also uh, means that I'm gripping on tightly to my business, that I'm gripping on tightly to the outcome of what I'm trying to achieve. And it's just going to drain me. And it's also going to, you know, make it harder to reach my goals actually. And so I pause and I step back and I check it back in with my energetic compass and like, what can I do? Okay. First of all, is there anything that's that, what, first of all, what can I do to alchemize this? Why am I feeling like I need to um, do all this? Why am I feeling that contracted energy? How can I alchemize this? And then, and then reapproach it. Okay. Well, what actually feels expansive? Mm-hmm. Sometimes let's close my laptop, put my phone on, do not disturb and step away for 24 hours. Yeah. That's, that's really good advice because that mm-hmm. will get us out of our head. That yeah. immediately shifts you from thinking, doing to feeling and being. Yes. This is where whoosh yes. come in that, that white yeah. space. That. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then you'll be like, Ooh, there's this really interesting program I want to create. And we have this idea. And then you go and like create a little rough, like mock-up on Canva and you write a little like outline and it feels good and it feels aligned and you follow that. And then maybe next thing, you know, you have a program that makes you a bunch of money. <laughs> And I love what you said about, I want to highlight what you said about hiring somebody because that program that you just created from that Mm -hmm. whoosh and that genius Mm -hmm. is probably transformational and empowered and will help so many people. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have those masculine structures in place in your business, that might just be out there in Louie land and all the people that need it can't get to it. And so that's where hiring hiring out those systems and structures that don't feel good to people that want to be in their feminine energy, people that want to create from their magic and their gifts and, and things like that. Yeah. I think it's very important to be honest with yourself on what you actually enjoy doing in your business and what you don't, again, going back to, yeah, there's things that, that are, that you only feel icky because there's limiting beliefs and stuck emotions and programs, but you get to clean that out. And then there's going to be things that just don't feel good that are not for you. And that is fine. And so then you get to figure out, okay, what's the solution where, I get to make sure that this is done and I don't have to invest a lot of my time and energy into it. Yeah. And earlier you said you have to look at, you know, this side of it and this side of it, and then let the rest Mm -hmm. of it go. And that Mm -hmm. kind of just surrendering. And I Mm want to tell a story, you know, my background is sales and interior design, but the Mm -hmm. sales side of it is how you make it successful. Right. And so I, I great fear of sales kept me from going to design school for years and years and years. And I finally worked with a healer and did my transformation and ended up in design school. And the funny thing about that is that big, huge fear that blocked me forever and ever was my superpower. And I killed it in sales. My first year sales rock star. And I was in the male dominated aspect of design, flooring, window treatments, all of that. And there was a process that was required with these companies I would contract with where they wanted you to ask for repeat sales. So Mm -hmm. at the end of the call and they would, you know, there were, they had processes in place where they would 
um, know what was going on in that sales call. So they knew what you were doing. And so you had to do it. And that was that restricted feeling. And some of it was work I needed to do on myself, the feminine receiving, asking for something. But when I did the work, the feeling was still there. Mm -hmm. And I'm very stubborn. I'm very, you know, dominant personality type. And so there was that part of me. It's like, I will never do that. I will Mm -hmm. never do that. And so instead of being in that, I had to ask myself, so what's a way around this? where I can get the same result without doing it the way they're wanting me to do it because I'm not aligned to that. I've, I've done the work. It's not going to, I'm never going to do it. And I found my own process instead of standing there or cold calling people or asking people for something. I found a process that actually then generated an award and I won first place out of over 3000 sales reps wow. in the process of, of cross selling and, um, getting those new, those new deals. And I want to just tell that story that there is always a way around it and you can get the same result. You just have to find your own method and you touched on that, but that listening to that quiet little voice is what helped me do that. I was like, what part of this am I aligned to? And instead of standing there and saying, do you have any friends or family that needs any flooring because I'm never going to do that. I discovered that if I put together a beautiful portfolio and I go back out to my jobs and I take pictures of their beautiful project, they felt people wanted to brag about their new home. They wanted to brag about their new beautiful space. So when I would show back up, they have already seen my portfolio. I showed up at the house. Can I add you to my portfolio? They would light up. Yes, yes. And there was one time when I did that and it was late in the day, I showed up and she's like, oh my gosh, my sister wants to talk to you and my neighbor. And I ended up having five women (laughs) in that house that night. And I went out the two on the block. I went to their house that night and ended up selling the other ones I booked appointments with. And so that's the magic that can happen from doing things from an aligned place and listening to that restriction and that that flow energy. So I love that you brought that up. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Create a way that works for you. Um, I, there's, there's lots of evidence out there. There's lots of, lots of coaching, uh, business mentors, coaches out there who are creating their own ways that work for them that are different than the industry standards. And so use them as proof. That's what I did. Uh, it's possible. And just, you know, you, you really just have to go inward and be honest with yourself, be Mm -hmm. honest with yourself about what you actually desire to do and what you actually don't desire to do. Like you did. You're honest with yourself. (laughs) I like, I like to give and the giving Mm -hmm. leads to the receiving and there's actually universal laws that support that you must give in order to receive. So we have to listen to that too. Yes, exactly. Service. I read some, I can't remember where the quote was from, but it was said something like service pay service paves the path to blessings. That's beautiful. Service. Yeah. Paves the path to I blessings. wish I could say who it came from. It didn't come from me, but it stuck with me. <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's beautiful. That's a, a beautiful way of saying that yeah. we can't be afraid of giving and we can't be afraid of overgiving. 
-hmm. I hear people talk about that a lot. And that also goes back to that, listening to that expansion or retraction within your spirit. Overgiving is fun. It's beautiful. I love to give. (laughs) I love, I love doing things for people and helping them and finding solutions when it starts to feel hard is when I'm crossing my own boundaries. So listening to that, that restriction, that retraction energy. Yeah. You know, I always say it doesn't matter what you do. It matters um, the energy that you're doing it from. So they're giving because like, Ooh, well, if I get this, then maybe I'll get this or, or I have to give more because I'm not doing enough. That comes from lack. That's the lack energy behind that. Giving to get versus giving yeah. because it feels good and you yeah. love it if you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So check in with your intentions. Yes. <laughs> yes. As you had said earlier, intentional action. So that would be mm-hmm. one of those. You mm-hmm. got to feel what is your intention in this moment? Yeah. And, and what is your intention you know, with receiving as well? Receiving. Yeah. And, and even deeper than that, beyond checking with your intentions, be check in with your energy behind it. Yeah. And then like everybody says, energy doesn't lie. Your energy is not lying. That's factual. (laughs) Energy does not lie. (laughs) There's no deception in energy. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, share with us how somebody can reach you or follow you or work with you. Okay. Yeah. So I spend most of my time on Facebook these days. So I'm Karina Levon on Facebook. Um, I imagine that there's show notes that we can put the description. Perfect. So Karina Levon on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram, Karina Levon. Um, I have a website, KarinaLevon.com. Super easy. (laughs) I have a podcast called Beyond Stardust, which I talk about um, everything spiritual and manifestation, uh, realizing your true nature, a little bit of non-duality in there. And as far as working with me, I have different packages for one-on-one um, services. So you can check, uh, my fate. You can check in with me on Facebook, send me a message. We can chat about the different services I have as far as programs. I have nothing open at this moment, but I love my favorite thing to do is these little 45 minute brief sessions. It's a great way for us to get to know each other. It's a great way to get a taste of what it's like to work with me. They're called you are that sessions. And, um, I invite anybody who's interested to come book one with me. Yeah. I love that. You are that. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing with us. It was a pleasure to have you on here and anybody who wants to get a hold of you, just find the link in the description and we'll see you on the next call. Okay. (laughs) Thank you so much.